take our text tonight from Proverb, Proverbs 3.6. Very familiar verse. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Not just some way, not just one way, but in all our ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. I love that verse because uh, you know, usually every summer after graduation or at a wedding, uh, Christy and I would always, uh, you know, and on the card would uh, write that verse. Well, also include the uh, verse five. You know, trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding, and in all thy way acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path. I love that because it has so much assurance and so much uh, confidence that he will be with us no matter where as long as we acknowledge him in all of our ways. And talking about you know, graduation and wedding, uh, just last week, I believe, we uh, had an opportunity to travel all the way to uh, Texas for a wedding there. I think we uh, went all at you know, Atlanta, Dallas. Of course, we went to San Antonio too, and then drove all the way to uh, Houston for the wedding. And then uh, we got up really early, about 12 a.m., to drive back to Dallas uh, to catch our flight back home. And uh, you know, as we uh, plug in that thing on our phone and put into the map on the the car, I think you call it map thing or quest or whatever. I'm too old. You know, I think sometimes they forget that I'm old and yeah, here I'm preaching at young people's meeting. So, but, uh, but, uh, anyway, as well, we plugged that in, Christy plugged that in as we were traveling. I, I love just driving in the, in the middle of the night there in Texas. It's so peaceful. It's so quiet. And as the moon lit, you know, over the trees, I just said, mean, thank you, Lord for the safe trip and thank you for everything that you've done in my life. I mean, just, I was just in awe. But uh, as we travel along after an hour, I noticed, you know, on the, the map thing, which I really never noticed before, maybe all of you have, if you do a lot of traveling, you know, uh, on that thing it says, you know, what your destination is and how long it takes to get there and what time, uh, um, how many miles also, you know, so when we plug it in initially, it says 212 miles to get to Dallas airport and then uh, three and a half hours. And uh, as we go along, I noticed that, uh, you know, of course, the hours decreases and so is the miles. I said, you know, that is a great illustration for our spiritual life also. You know, um, every step we take or every mile, every mile we drive, is it getting closer to heaven or is it getting closer to the Lord? You know, I love to hear sometime when you hear people testify that, you know, at the end of their testimony, they close, I want to make heaven my home. So, you know, every step you take, every mile you drive, are you closer to the Lord or is it getting further away from God? So I thought that I said, you know, Lord, thank you for a great reminder and um, of course, when I got back, I checked my email. Yeah, here I am. So, but uh, you know, every path has a destination, 
and every path you take lead to a destination and that destination might be to another road and it might be to a dead end or a final destination so tonight I'm asking young people and uh, seasoned people also that uh, the path that you're on can you tell or do you know what your final destination is on the path you're on? Can you see your final destination? Do you know what it is? Do you know who it is? The path that you're on right now. Imagine like, what if when we were doing that, it says, uh, you know, three and a half hours to get to Dallas. Imagine if it took us a month just to drive there. Yeah. I probably start living in Dallas or in Texas somewhere. It'd be take too long. But, um, so that is something to think about tonight. The path that you're on. Do you know where you're going? Do you know where you're heading? If not, at the end tonight prayer service, you need to make sure that you know where you're going. You know, because, um, as I was thinking of that also, the children of Israel, yeah, I looked it up, uh, many, uh, scholar and, and those who uh, know a lot said when uh, the children of Egypt left, when the children of Israel left Egypt, it would have only taken them, depending on how fast they travel, 11, maybe to 15 days to get to the promised land. But it took them 40 years, 40 years for an 11 to 15 day trip. Can you imagine that? Or just, if you can't, imagine if you were going to Lincoln City or Pacific City. It's about a two-hour trip. It'd take you five days to get there. Um, so that would be just ridiculous. I mean, it took them that long because, again, they were walking in fear instead of in faith. You know, uh, here, they just crossed the Red Sea. I mean, they saw this miraculous, amazing thing that God just did. Separated the Red Sea, and they walk on dry ground. And as soon as they got to the other side, they were singing and praising God and writing songs and celebrating. You know, and then as soon as they, five, about five days later, they started to get hungry. They started to complain to God, complain to Moses, you know, just telling him, why didn't you just leave us in Egypt? At least we could have food there to eat. And that was their first error. That was their... Uh, not so much a mistake, but again, they were walking in fear instead of in faith. And be, of course, you know, I understand on our trip, after we eat an hour or so, got some kids said, ate one's lunch. I said, we just ate an hour ago. Um, you know, wait, you know what time is lunch? But same thing here, they, they just complained. They knew, I mean, if they were had a little faith, have a little patience, God would have provided. I'm sure God knew their situation, knew their status, knew what they have and what they don't have. And God would have provided that the bread from heaven at the moment that they needed and the quail. And of course, they complained and God provided and God was patient with them. And then uh, a few days later, they finally came to Mount Sinai, camped there. And here's another uh, great amazing miracle thing happened. Uh, God wanted Moses to come up to the mountain and uh, to give him some instructions and some rules and laws and, to, and the people all here. So, but uh, they saw uh, um, 
the, the, the cloud and glory of the Lord on the mountain there's. Let me read this. I, I love it. I read this many times throughout this week. Exodus 19, verse 16 through 18. Here's what they saw and here's what they experienced. Yeah, if I can get there. Exodus 19, 16 through 18. And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightnings and a thick cloud upon the mount and the voice of the prompt trumpet exceeding loud so that that all the people was in the camp trembled and Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God and they stood at the nether part of the mount and the, and Mount Sinai was all together on a smoke because the Lord descended this upon it in fire and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace and the whole mount quaked greatly can you imagine they get to meet god they get to hear the voice of god and uh of course they were trouble but then moses stay up there talk with god and god gave him instruction and the commandments and uh, you know writing on the tablets that prepare moses to come but while they do that and moses was up uh communing with god they got worried they got scared they thought something bad happened to Moses. Again, they were walking in fear instead of in faith. And they asked you know, Aaron, say, hey, we need something to worship since Moses is not back yet. Again, a day or so ago, they heard and they, they were tremble. They uh, heard God, the whole mountain. Uh, God came down and showed himself to them. And uh, again, they... Uh, step aside, they, they, they decided to trust in themselves instead or to find something else to worship. And they made the golden calf. And of course, when Moses came down with the two tablets, uh, he was so mad and he threw that down and uh, broke it. And that was another mistake. And that mistake kind of just prolonged the journey that they were on. So because Moses has to go back up you know, to get the replacement tablet, of course, and then after that, they went, and finally, they, they got, they reached Canaan, you know, the land of Canaan, the promised land. And, you know, God told them to send uh, t- 12 spies out. Moses sent 12 spies to uh, uh, spy on the land to see how good or how bad it was or how wonderful it was. And they were in the land 40 days spying on the land, and they came back. And as you heard the story, uh, you know, they were all, I mean, they gave great reports of the land. It was promising, it's great, it's full of plenties, but 10 of them were in fear. Again, they were walking in fear instead of in faith, and only uh, Caleb and uh, Joshua was uh, have enough strength, courage, and faith to... Uh, you know, follow what God wanted them to do. And because, again, of their lack of faith, and this start their 40-year journey. So instead of, you know, 11, two, three weeks journey, it become 40 years. So all those were in doubt. Had uh, God has to uh, punish them. So there had to be consequences because of their action. And, again, they were living in fear instead of living in faith 
I mean, they will start to live in disobedience instead of living in obedience. You know, Psalm 27:11 says, Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. You know, in all our path, all the road that we're taking, and uh, we have enemies in our life, the enemy of our soul. He will do whatever he can. He will find whatever trick he can. He will use whoever he wants or he can, the people around you, the people you love, to try to steer you away from that path. That's why it's so important And when I asked in the beginning, do you know where you're going? Do you see uh, your final destination? If you don't focus on that final destination, you will steer from that path. That's just like the map that I was doing, you know, when you go stop or when you take the wrong turn or take an exit, you know, and get lost for five miles, come back. You know, it just prolong your destination. And, uh, you know, God will make a way to come back. God will reroute you because he loves you enough to want you to draw closer to him. But, again, we have enemies in our life. We have fears in our life. But, you know, if we acknowledge him and trust him, we can overcome those fears. You know, we all been given one life to live, you know, and many paths to take. But we all, but uh, that path, we have to know our destination. Because if you don't choose your destination, you will be lost. You will head in every direction and confuse. It is. Just look at the around you or you know, when you're in school, the those who never been to church or those who doesn't know Jesus. You know. Nowadays we live in a world, a culture that everything goes, everybody's right, you know, everybody do right in their own eyes. And um, there's no there's no absolute truth. You know, as Christian, we have absolute truth, and that truth is Jesus Christ. You know, and it provides us a way towards Him. Again, in this life, we hope, and I hope, we pray that you choose the right path to go. You know, if, if you don't know the destination you're heading uh, towards. Um, you have a better chance of just getting lost. But if you do know what you're heading toward, you have a better chance of getting there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there are those who want, you know, I mentioned this before, want to take experience for themselves. Uh, certain path because they want to learn, they want to experience it themselves, make mistakes them make the statement itself. But just look at the children of uh, the Israel. Every mistake, there's consequences. Sometimes consequences last for a lifetime. A scar, some scar might just last for a day or two, but a lot of scar lasts for a long time, for a lifetime. An example, when I was young, I think when I was in uh, Thailand, uh, in one of the camp, somebody gave me a two-edged razor and uh, I don't know why or for what purpose, but I was excited. So I was holding my heart, my, my uh, left hand. And uh, so I was running home and maybe to show it to my brother or my parents. So I, as I was holding it and you know, I was so excited, I did a cartwheel, 
not really not realizing that that thing was in my hand and it uh sliced it open and i saw the the white the, the meat there and said wow i mean i was in shock so i was in pain so i just closed it and hell i'm probably crying all the way home but again this scar is still here because it cut so deep so that's a mistake again just like in life or spiritual life a lot of time, if we want to experience the mistake ourselves, some mistake, some scar will last uh, for the rest of your life. But if you uh, don't want any scar or any consequences that last, that uh, fault, that uh, is part of your life, you know, trust God. Give God your life. You hear some testimony, those who've been saved since they were young. I mean, that is a, a great testimony that they didn't have to go through all the nonsense, all the, the, the garbage, the, the thing that, you know, some of us has to go through the, who didn't accept Christ into our life until we were older, uh, until we were more experienced. But, you know, thank the Lord for that. But even now, if, uh, uh, if we acknowledge God in all we do, in all we say, in every decision we make, you know, uh, He will direct our path. Yes. He will give us strength. He will give us direction and guidance toward it. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. It's still going to be a tough decision to make, but God will guide us and direct us to make, to stay on that right path. Because, uh, you know, I, I was talking to, you know, my children as on the trip on the way back. Uh, when they go off to college, uh, I, hopefully they heed my advice. I said, you know, when you're out there yourself, a lot of time, you, know, you stay strong, you stay uh, faithful in God. But there's time when you come to make a decision. The first decision that is questionable, that is kind of in doubt, it might be tough. Like, you know, to make a decision that is kind of steering you away from that line of truth. Uh, the first step to the left side or to the wrong side, it might be tough, it might be hard, but soon when you take the second step, it's going to be easier. And the third step can be easier in his heart than the fourth step. Soon you won't hear you know, the voice of God anymore, or you won't see the truth anymore, and you would compromise your faith. So the, the first step might be tough, might be difficult, you're going to pray about it, say, oh, well, it's okay, this person's doing it, or this person's going to this place. Uh, it might be okay, but then you become desensitized to it, and then it's going to be hard, tough to turn back. So again, it's that first step. But in everything we do, in everything we say, that's what I want to get across to young people tonight, especially some of you are growing up, graduating from high school, and going off to college. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Yeah. One more verse here, Psalm 119.35. Make me go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. You can't go wrong in trusting in God, especially in this time of just craziness and uh, confusion. A lot of people out there without God is confused. Yeah. But God is our foundation. God is our truth. So, in closing there, a question I asked earlier, the path you're on, 
Are you, uh, are you uh, stepping or moving closer toward God? Or are you moving closer toward something else? If it's not toward God, you need to get it right with God tonight. You need to come pray. Ask God into your life. You know, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. Again, if you're not saved, get saved because again, Jesus is coming soon. If you need your deeper experiences, get those. You know, at least get on the right path to get closer to get your deeper experiences. So, uh, if you're not on the right path, it's time to get on the right path and acknowledge God because He is the creator of the universe. He is the creator of all of us and He is the creator of our life. And the song for invitation is uh, 282.